and Monday Night Football Bomb edition of the Bottom Line Bombs or the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash Bet365. Brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app for visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Also brought to you by Game Time. It's got the last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. All proceeds from the sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. And with that, let's do this. Yes, welcome. To the bottom line, bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man. In the box. I was getting there. No, no, no. Anyway, welcome and thank you for everyone. Oh, here we go. Sorry, part of the C block continues on. Here I am. Just sorry, my headphones are getting adjusted. Here, um, am I one of these days? I'll be ready to start the show, beginning with everything s- s- tight, sipping sounds, shipping sounds, sipping sounds, sipping cell, um, with sound and equipment. Everybody, that's what it, that's what you get when you get the man in the box. I'm doing, I'm running my own thing, like Al Franken back in the old days when he had that one man camera crew there in Saturday Live. People probably don't know what that is. Doesn't matter. That's why I realized with half my references, no one knows what you're talking about. But today on today's show. Uh, we have Monday Night Football tonight, Buffalo-Denver. I'll, I'll do those bombs up top, as always, for the live audience members, because time is of an issue. If you just heard me about the college experience, I had a little take on Michigan. I'll talk Michigan at the end with the Man in the Box segment, but also have to break down what happened in Week 10 in the NFL with our bombs. We did very well again. Back-to-back good bomb weeks. Uh, so we're going to make some headway and talk about all the action uh, as I do plow through the ad reads and get to the Twitter. So thank you for joining us. Come on in to the chat. We got a big show. I love the Monday show. Oh, sorry. I feel like I've, I do that speed. I feel like I'm going through the, uh, speaking of references, people don't understand. <laughs> when I read those ad, the pre-roll ad reads, I burn through them like on the radio when people would talk, read, like they would broadcast a horse race or they would do the rosary beads. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Welcome. Get, pray all your sins. Todd Morris, Bob, and away. And we are here. And a Mary, and a Joseph, and a Carpenter. Anyway, that's a good veteran special. How about that? Veterans Day, 10% off with promo code VETS. You gave him Uncle Kevin. He's a veteran, Vietnam vet. Speaking of which. Ah, bust him giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. And as a Veterans Day tribute to him, which was November 11th, Saturday, I didn't mention Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants. That was my that was my gift to my Uncle Kevin, the Vietnam vet on Veterans Day, not to bring up the hilarious DeVito family watching the Giants lose a 42-17 or 49-17. I Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> but Veterans Day is over, so he doesn't get that tribute anymore. You still got the 10% off tribute to all the veterans. But we're, we'll be talking Giants in a little bit. But first, let's get into the Buffalo-Denver game tonight. Um, the line is 7 and 47 and a half. And there's a couple props we like here. I like uh, a lot of people like Denver. See, Denver, Denver's been playing better f- football. Um, last couple of weeks, people don't really want to talk about it because the narrative's already out there is how bad they were in Sean Payton. But Sean Payton's actually got them playing them pretty well. They beat Kansas City last we saw. That probably what they didn't need was the buy. You know, Buffalo needed to buy. The buy, Dubai, uh, Denver did not. 
Denver, I kind of toned this too, like Jacksonville. They were hot. They did not need that buy, and then they came out flat and got smoked by San Francisco, who desperately needed the buy. I kind of so everyone kind of like so the line's been coming down. It was nine. It came all the way down. Now that's all the way down to seven. I think Buffalo might be a buy. A buy. The word buy is happening a lot. B y e b u i in sync. Buy buy buy. Um, but more importantly, we got to take the under under forty seven and a half. That's definitely the play. Even though Buffalo's defense is not. Uh, they're a little banged up. I just don't think Russell Wilson in the cult, and like I said, Russell Wilson's in a cult, can take advantage of it. And not your hip Netflix series sex cults. I'm talking old school, wearing a robe, mass suicide cult. Everything he says is just weird, bizarre. Um, either way. So we're going to play under 47 and a half. So we're going to try to thread a needle here. Um we're going to go Buffalo minus seven and under 47 and a half. I don't think Denver is going to have a good day tonight. ERBO likes McLaughlin over 17 and a half rushing yards. All right, we'll give out a couple of props. And I, I will say that Jaleel McLaughlin has taken uh, touches away from Javante Williams. He does no longer in the pass game. Although McLaughlin's more in the pass game and third down back. But he's, he's, he's definitely our third down back now. He's not. Um, He's not going anywhere, even though Javante Williams is back to being healthy. Uh, he also throws Kincaid. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid I like a lot. Since Knox has been hurt, Kincaid's been Josh Allen's man. So we're going uh, co- to correlate those two. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do Josh Allen over one and a half touchdown passes, which he hits. When, they, when they're playing bad teams, he hits five straight home games. He's gone over one and a half pass, touchdown passes. Eight straight times when they've been the favorite. Five straight times, or eight straight times when they've been favorite of seven or more points. I'm sorry. Five straight times if it's a favorite period. In eight of the last nine times, they've times, ah, eight of the last nine times they played a losing team, Josh Allen is thrown for more than one and a half touchdown passes. He's thrown for multiple touchdown passes. So we're going to do multiple touchdowns over one and a half Josh Allen and Dalton Kincaid to catch one of those touchdowns. He's only at plus 160 for any time touchdown. But if you parlay that, now we're talking. Now we're talking plus 290. Bob it. Because the over one and a half touchdown passes for Allen is pretty juiced, minus 180. So let's parlay that with Don Kincaid. And now we're took. Now we're cooking. Should be a fun game. Good fan bases. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, this is a rare game on Monday night where I don't dislike either fan base. Buffalo, you got to love them. They're drunk, drunken idiots, jumping through tables. They're going to be pretty oiled up tonight. Monday night football games, you always got to watch out for these drinking towns. Buffalo's a favorite city of mine because it's a small, blue-collar working city, but it has 4 a.m. bars. And it has to be the smallest city in the country that has 4 a.m. bars. Like, there's no need for a 4 a.m. bar for a city this size. But they're like, you know what? You guys have it rough up there. You guys get hammered. We just need you to have, be open for a couple more hours to, to try to soap up or get some pancakes or something. They drink hard. <laughs> Ironically, when I was in Denver, I got stuck in Denver one night because uh, of snow. I forget where I was flying to, but I got late. I got stuck in Denver, so I went out. And I, Denver's got a very good comedy scene, actually. And one guy, went to, I did this one guy's show, and then they led me to an open mic at a bar called Wide Right, which is a Buffalo bar in Denver. Shout out to Wide Right. And it's very good open mic. I went there. They are very welcoming. had a fun night. But it was snowing there, too, obviously. And people were locked in. Whenever you hear, oh, it's a Buffalo bar, Wide Right, you know they take it seriously, the Scott Norwood reference. That means... uh they have good wings, which they did, and they get fucking hammered, which they also did. People are just drunk. Oh, it's a Buffalo bar. That means people get drunk out of their minds and smash things, and they jump through tables, and they eat wings, and we don't dare put ranch on it. They call that devil's cum. What? Jesus. All right, give me the blue cheese. <laughs> Captain Insano, welcome to the chat. You got a nice bomb. And then the Denver fans, even though they've Denver fans are uh, they're interesting because they've won a lot of Super Bowls. 
and they do very well, but for some reason they don't irritate me. That's a very th- hard thing to pull off. They expect a lot, but they handle losing well, and uh, I don't know. I think it's just those cold cities where they get very drunk, and, you know. And they have the altitude, of course. I learned that the hard way the first time I've been to Colorado when it was like coolers of water there. Make sure you drink water with every drink. I'm like, shut up. He can't handle it. No, I couldn't handle it. After four, after four drinks with no water, I was like, felt like I was on acid, like on the rooftop doing my almost famous moment. Anyway, um, yeah, exactly. Eric Terman says Buffalo Bar reminds me of Delilah's in Chicago. Delilah's is a punk metal bar on Lincoln, right next to Seven Ten, where I used to live, and uh, they're a metal bar that was just pure metal music whatever, but they were also a Buffalo bar for some reason. And they'd, they'd get the Sunday package and they'd only be open for Buffalo bills games for on Sundays. And they'd show the bills games and that's it. And bills fans would go there and they'd get fucked up and they'd order wings from seven ten and bring them back. And then like, you know, if they're on a buy, that's it. They're closed. They, I respect that. They paid all that money for the package just to show bills bars. They would burn a fucking Miami dolphins mascot in the streets. Anyway, should be fun. Should be fun game. JC from KC, welcome to the chat. Says, what's up, C. Jedrich? You get a bomb. We get a bomb like Oprah here. Everyone gets a bomb. I know. Grover says, in Philly, Delias is a strip club. Tasty roast beef. I think that's a double entendre you're saying there, Grover the dog. <laughs> Delilah's is a strip club in most towns. That's what makes this. That's what made this bar even more punk rock. Like Delilah's, like yep, Delilah's is fucking heavy metal. You never know what you're getting there. Anyway, speaking of which, as I I can talk to you guys all night and day, which I will. So that's the Monday Night Football bombs. I like Buffalo. I like the under, and I like Josh Allen over one and a half touchdown passes, and one of them to Dalton Kincaid. I've been hot. Hit a couple props for the Thursday night game, so we'll see. Anyway, let's. When we come back, we'll recap the NFL Week Ten and my and my bombs, which I hit. Pretty well again. And we'll do some man in the boxes about Michigan football and a bunch of other things. But first, let me tell you about that Vets merch. In honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS, V-E-T-S. All proceeds from the sales will go to donate to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause, score some great sweet gear at storesportsgamingpodcast.com, promo code VETS. Uh, Bet 65 are brought to you by Bet 365. It's the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet 365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, oh, you're going to love Bet 365. Like a 30% profit boost on your same NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. So sign up today. Choose from two bonus offers either $1,000 first bet safety net or $5 get in. $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash bets365. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you think you have a problem? You probably do. You're listening to the Bottom Line Bombs on a, sh- on a network called the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You have a gambling problem. But, like I say... Not all problems need fixed. They don't need solved. So don't worry about it. Hell, if anything, double down. Go to prize picks. <laughs> you know, prize picks is, is when you pick a little higher or lower and you get to watch the game. You can play cross sports. You can do basketball, football. You can call, you can call it hockey ball. You can do whatever you want. Play alongside rapper Meek Mill and Andrew Schultz in the community plays. They offer a reboot policy, so if your entries, you know, they stay in even if your player gets hurt, which is perfect for this generation. They love betting on an individual player to get hurt, and then they whine, oh, give me a new guy. Dawson Knox got hurt. Now I need Dalton Kincaid. All right, you squeaky tire millennial. Millennial. Gen Z or whatever. I don't know the generations. I just know I'm not a part of any of them. Anyway, uh, if you get but prize picks, it is nice. They give you a nice reboot. So if your guy gets hurt, they give you another one. And you get right in there and you go right in there. So that's fine. So I played it. Played it pretty well last uh, Thursday night. We hit the guy. We hit, um, what did we hit? Oh, we hit Miles Sanders over receiving yards. It, got, it hit on the final drive. 
10 and a half, and then we hit under everything else. Tonight, we liked, uh, let's do it. Dalton Kincaid and Josh Allen, get them over. There's a hire. Put them together. So go to prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. Use code SGPN for first deposit. Match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. Code SGPN. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. And with that, we are back. Welcome back, guys. Sorry, I should have put something up. I should have put a banner up for everyone in the chat watching me live now on YouTube. So it's just not me staring as you look at me and my my beautiful thumbnail. Although I don't want to cover up my art. You know? You like that? You like that? I think Jared Goff is kind of the new Kirk Cousins almost. He looks like he's got Kirk Cousins vibes to him with that look. Like, all right, he's good, but is he good? I don't know. He's kind of he's kind of a tool. Anyway. Eric says he needs a bomb for tonight. Well, I just gave him out, Eric. Listen to the show. Recap it if you want. We got through. We're taking the under. 47 and a half. We're taking Buffalo minus seven. We're taking Josh Allen over. Touchdown and a half passing. And Dalton Kincaid anytime touchdown plus 160. Those are four bombs for your ass, Eric. How about that? He said Rico did last touchdown. Last night got screwed. He did get screwed on that. That's pretty funny. Let me put that back up. He had Rico Dowdle last touchdown. Rico, that's a great bet. I I, I support that bet. That was the uh, he's of course the backup running back to Tony Pollard, the only guy who didn't score last night for Cowboys. Oh my God! What? Why does? Why do they hate Tony Pollard so much? Or Tony Pollard hates score? I don't know what it is. Everybody on the Cowboys scored against the Giants except for Tony Pollard. Anyway, Rico should have had the last touchdown, but then the Giants, Dable wasn't giving up. He's calling all his timeouts. They're driving down the field. They're down forty-nine to ten, and Tommy DeVito's like, "Hey, we're not giving up. I bet team total over ten and a half. We're gonna get this." Son of a bitch, Tommy DeVito. Hilarious. Uh, the Giants, I might as well get into it because, I mean, we're, you're, we did talk about Veterans Day and we did talk about uh, Uncle Kevo. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. What a hilarious game. Cowboys, Giants. Everyone knew it was going to happen. As a matter of fact, I gave out Giants plus seven, 16 and a half for the contest, and I got off it. Um, I, I didn't lie to you, listeners, but I did a 401k gambling. I did it in a good way. I took off the Giants. I just couldn't do it. When I saw DeVito's family showing up, when they fox at him, and, hey, there's DeVito's family at Tynes in Texas. Can you believe it? Look at these. Look at these goombas in the great stale with these shit kickers. Can you believe this shit? I mean, that they kept showing that family, and it was, oh, I suppose those were spicy meatballs. Those were some palms. E. Arbo says he had a country fried steak breakfast. Country fried steak breakfast at Cracker Barrel on Sunday in honor of my hat. Thank you, E. Arbo. Like I said, I lean right politically only when it comes to breakfast. They know what they're doing. You go into a diner or something like that. And they go, There's Fox News on TV. You're gonna have you're gonna have good hash browns. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, um, so what happened? The Cowboys smoked them out. And now that there's only like three or four games going on in, in the late games, the the one o'clock window or the four o'clock window, depending on what time zone you're at, they can't really switch off. To back in the day, like okay, this game's a blowout. We're gonna switch off. But this one, they're like, we're stuck. This is it. We got to take every inch of this cowboy fucking giant massacre. Oh, and the Giants! They, it's like they, it's like they just when they had the ball, they just like went out there and spiked it three times. Can you run some clock or something? How torturous is this game? You're making us four hours. They couldn't switch to anything else. Washington, Seattle. I don't even think. I don't even think that game was real. I'm not even sure if that was happening or not. They just kept saying, "All right, three six 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 nine six nine nine. What is that game being played? It wasn't until the end. They're like, "All right, quick! Like everyone's watching us now. Now we got to make it exciting." And then they did. In Arizona, Atlanta, that was a simulation. Well, that wasn't real either. What was Kyler Murray? What is Arizona doing? Letting Kyler Murray come back and win games? 
Kyler, what are you doing? We had a good thing going here. We had the number one pick coming. I mean, granted, we're, we're, we were going to take someone to replace you, but <laughs> I know. Grover says, thank God for red zone and Pornhub when late afternoon blowouts. Again, Grover, that sounds like another double entendre. Blow, blowouts, Pornhub, Delilah's, roast beef. Come on. Clean it up here. Clean it up here for the box. <laughs> Speaking of double entendre. Um, no, I, yeah, I switched over to some games. I have all the games. But it seems like if you're in the networks, they, they can't switch over anymore. Uh, the other story, there's a big story. Baltimore and since Baltimore was the other game I got off of. I gave out Baltimore minus six and a half, and I 401 okayed that one, and I dumped that. I didn't trust it. Baltimore and Cincinnati lost, which was a survivor pool bloodbath. Condole, we did give out Cincinnati for a survivor, so we are out of that. Uh, Survivor's a weird uh, pool because when you lose, it hurts because you're invested. It's a season-long journey. But you really can't uh, tell your sad story. To, no one cares about your sad story. Like, oh, and then I, and then Burrow threw it and they got the pick. Yeah, I know. I watched the game. We are all rooting for Houston. No, but I had Cincinnati, my survivor. Yeah, we don't care. We all wanted to see an upset. But you understand, I could have won nine million if I just would have won ten more games. Baltimore lost. I don't know how Baltimore lost. Although when Baltimore loses, I don't know how they win when they win either. My buddy Eric Acosta was over, and he was he was saying that yesterday. He's like, they win by like 30, 40 points. And you look at the stats, like Lamar Jackson threw for one hundred and ten yards, and he ran for forty. What? How are they scoring? What's going on? Are they cashing in like bonus points for a score? Like they were up 17 to three before the game even started and, and like nothing happened. Who scored? Who knows? We got five running backs. We hate them all. We just keep rotating them. So Cleveland's the same way too. Everyone's like, oh, Sean Watson finally looked good. Did he? I thought he looked terrible. But they won. Just crazy. Pick sixes. And who knows? It was a fun game to watch. It was. And I'm glad Cleveland beat Baltimore. Because I like when people survive. Once you're out of Survivor, you want everyone else to lose Survivor. I don't want to hear anyone. I want everyone. I want. I hate when people talk about the Survivor. I want this ping pong contest to end for everyone. This bloodbath. So it happened. Um Is Green Bay a sneaky top three pick candidate? Eric wants to know. Green Bay, that was another one. So that was our winner. I should say, so I gave out the bombs. They went three and two for the contest, what I gave out. But I did some 401k gambling, and I took out Giants, and I took out Baltimore, and I replaced it with San Fran and Tampa Bay. So we wound up going 5-0 and oh in the contest, which is a great way to start the quarter. The winners were Pittsburgh minus three, Colts minus two, Vegas pick them, San Fran minus three, and uh, Tampa Bay. I, I chose those games. To, I chose the replacement games. One, I, I, I tell you this. I take out sometimes when the lines are bad, and the Giants line was 16 and a half, and it went off at 17. Let me take that off. I don't, plus, I don't want the Tommy DeVito. So I replaced it with Tampa Bay because I got the answers to the test. And I, I, someone leaked the script to me, and they said Tampa Bay was going to beat Tennessee. They said the game's not even occurring. You're not going to see one highlight from it. It's not even real. But trust me, Tampa Bay's going to win this game. It's already happened. And San Francisco-Jacksonville, that game that game looked like it happened two years ago. You watch, you're watching that in like five minutes in, and you're like, oh, okay, I see what this is. San Francisco's going to win by 50. That's just what's going to happen. I'm talking very fast. Um... But let's get to the uh, bomb. But, but Pittsburgh Green Bay, Pittsburgh was our biggest sweat. We had Pittsburgh minus three, three and a half. Some people had it at. Pittsburgh is such a mystery to me. They look terrible, yet they keep winning. Green Bay looked like one of the worst teams. Green Bay looked good yesterday. Green Bay looked better. Their offense looked good. They looked better than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, what they do is like they give your fan base emotional wins, like or. Not emotional wins. Uh, what you recall? 
you know, and uh, why can't I think of that? What that phrase? Todd Morris says. Todd Morris says Peter Carroll hijacked Ron Rivera's rocking chair and crashed into Pike's Place Market. Nice local references, Todd Morris. Pike's Place Market, baby. Um, sentimental win, not sentimental win. Whatever the fucking term is, you know what I'm talking about. Pittsburgh's like, listen, are you a bad team? Are you Green Bay? Are you Tennessee? Tennessee, we'll make you look good. We'll make your fan base say, hey, we're doing some improvements, but we'll still beat you. That's what Pittsburgh does. They get outgained. They get outscored somehow, but yet they still win the game. I don't know. I don't understand what goes on there, but luckily, luckily we got that win. So we'll take it. Um, other than that, games that we were not a part of, that Chargers Detroit game, that was a good game. That was that was the best game. Before we get to the Vegas, they don't flex out the fucking Jets again. Play the put the Chargers Detroit game on. That game was amazing. Back and forth. Um, Detroit wins it at the end. Moral victory. Yes, Captain Sam. That's what I meant to say. They'll Pittsburgh gives out moral victories to the other team's fan bases. It's kind of what they do. Um emotional win. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you're a man in the box. And you're drinking a venti iced Americano. Um, I can't think, but I do have energy. Uh, let's see. Chargers Detroit. Great game. That was a push if you had Detroit minus three. Um, back and forth. It's so funny. Everyone loves Detroit and Campbell as well as they should. They're fun. Campbell's great. And they hate Staley and these Chargers. And they just lose. Campbell went for it on fourth down with a minute and a half to go with the game tied. A field goal wins the game. Oh, I mean, but they would have gave the ball back to Chargers. So I kind of like Campbell's move. He went for a fourth down. They got it. And then they just sat on it and kicked the field goal to, to do a walk-off. But they're like, oh, Campbell's, he's gutsy. He loves it. Everyone loves it. But meanwhile, if Staley did that exact same call, first of all, they wouldn't have got it because that's just the way it is. They'd be like, what the fuck is he doing? Even if it's successful, like, what is he doing? This idiot doesn't know what's going on. He didn't fire immediately. It's just the way the narrative is. And I agree with it because hey, I hate Staley too. Um, big, big Detroit crowd there in LA. I feel bad for Charger fans in general. And I know what you say, there are no Charger fans. Well, there was. San Diego Chargers was a real thing. And then the NFL is like, yeah, you're not going to be in San Diego anymore. They didn't want to leave San Diego. LA didn't want them to come here. No one wanted it, but NFL and Jerry Jones like, well, we want a TV studio and we want a place for our visiting fans to visit. We have Vegas and now we have LA. And so every time the Chargers play anyone, whoever they're playing, it's going to be packed with the other fans. And Detroit packed it because they travel well. Like when people say they travel well, Lions fans. Yeah, well, no, that's one th way to put it. Another way to put it is they moved. They moved out of Detroit. They live in these other towns. Because Detroit's a rundown city, just like the rest of America. I'm, I'm not saying I don't. I don't call Detroit out. People like to call Detroit out. Like, oh, you're trust me. Whatever city you're in, you're next. That's what America is. Anyway, uh, the point is, there's a lot of Lion fans out here. How do I know this? Last Monday night, or two Monday nights ago, when they when they beat the Raiders, at the guy McDaniel's fired after the show here in Eagle Rock, California, Los Angeles. After I did the bottom line bomb for you, for you beautiful people, see generics. I went to uh, visit, watch the game. My buddy Vince uh, Averill, who's a Detroit Lion fan, at a bar. I won't name the bar, but but it's a Detroit Lion bar in Silver Lake, I believe. And it was packed with Lions fans. It's usually not. It's usually a hipster bar. There was Detroit celebrities there. My good friends Tim Robinson, Sam Richardson. I mean, who's who of Detroit hipsters were there? Anyway, it was fun. The Lions were out, and it was great. But there was one guy, I got to tell a story. He was doing bar trivia there. And you could tell he does bar trivia there every Monday night at 7. He didn't care. And he just had no idea that, one, this was a Lions bar, or, two, what a Lions game was because he was just a Los Feliz trivia guy. 
And so he's mulling around. He's like, hey, do you want to play trivia? I'm like, what are you going to do it after the game or something? He's like, no, I'm going to every Monday night, 7 o'clock. I figure I'd do it in between plays. In between plays? Okay. I'd like to see this. This sounds funny. Sure. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to sign up, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll witness this. And I kind of like those guys who just blow through every stop sign. Like, yep, yeah, no, I'm doing it. I'm paid to do trivia here at 7 o'clock. And so he did. I know if you remember the Raiders-Lions game, uh, Goff threw that pick six. I mean, the Lions won anyway, but they should have won by more. They threw a pick six, you know, 80-yard touchdown that Peters brought back, and the whole bar's going, like, motherfucker, screaming or pissed off, and it's dead silence, like a death just happened. And then a trivia guy just pops up like, okay, in the movie The Hunger Games, Jennifer Lawrence's character, like, I was like, what? Yeah, he's doing trivia in between horrible plays. <laughs> God bless him. Then they fumbled. They were going to score again. All right. And Harold and Maud, the antagonist, does. And I was like, fuck you. And at the end, they all became friends because the Lions won. But anyway, point is, all those guys showed up to the game yesterday. Detroit won, and they look pretty damn good. Grover wants to know who's the saddest fan base right now. Has to be the Chargers. Tons of talent, dog poop coaches. It is fun. We have our own uh, Charger fan here at the network. And it is in. It's not like a, a fan base that when you see them lose, you're almost like happy. Like, ha ha! When the Chargers do bad, you do you feel you just feel sad for them. You feel sad they got ripped from their town. You feel sad that they have all this talent and the coaches are just awful. Like, oh man, it's just I don't wish this upon anyone. Usually, I like to watch people fail and fall on their faces and be disappointed. But somehow with the Chargers, I don't, I don't know. It's just not there. Well, his home improvement, Tim Allen, there. Todd Morris wants to know. He's definitely a Detroit celebrity, ex-convict. Did some, did some coke selling, and he dimed out his dealer. Snitched, as they say. People like people hate Tim Allen because he's Republican now. Whenever they're like, oh, he was a snitch. Like people on Twitter say that. Shut the fuck up. You would have done the exact same thing to get out of federal prison. Are you crazy? All these Twitter heads saying they wouldn't snitch on someone when they're anyway. Tim Allen was not there. It's a tool time, Tim. Probably at the Laugh Factory. He's always doing a set there. Anyway. All right. Let me, uh, when I get back, I'll finish up some of the NFL recap. And then we'll get into uh, some man in the box because we got to talk a little bit about that Michigan football game that happened over the weekend and a few other topics. But first, let me tell you about game time. We're speaking of getting tickets to the Chargers and Lions game. Lions fans buy those tickets up, up front. But if you want to wait till game time, that day, that's when it becomes cheaper. And that's why Game Time is the best app for getting upcoming events in your area. Last-minute ticket deals. Snag the tickets without stress when you go to Game Time. You download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger. By betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary optimizer tool and get hits rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we're back on the bottom line. Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. I don't even do I can't even do the full version of it. I, I get sick of a five-second clip on. Tell you what, I don't ever get sick of, though, is this sound bite right here. I bought them giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. I tell you what, I, I'm such a good, I'm such a good guy do you see Jenner? I didn't even give out Shakira as a prop tonight even though we have a Shakira sound. That's how great I am. <laughs> Al Borland was no snitch says Todd Morris. GD right about that. 
Anyway, let's get into. Uh, so, like I said, we wound up going five and zero because the winners we did have besides Pittsburgh that I gave out and submitted. Indianapolis, we got to go that real quick. They started things off in Germany with the beating the Patriots. How hilarious was that Patriots game? It's getting funnier. They just don't know what the Patriots don't know what to do with Bill Belichick anymore. Like he's like just a grandpa who can't even speak anymore at Christmas. Like what do we do with them? Put them by the tree. Ah, but don't let the kids jump on them. Give them a plate. Give grandpa a plate. Prop him up by the game and leave him there. We'll leave, and then we drive home. Someone will drive him home in about eight hours. What do we do with Belichick? The fact that Belichick doesn't he want to leave? No, he won't leave. Belichick will see. He wants to stay in New England forever. He's threatening about this record. He's not going to get this record till twenty fifty. But he'll never die. And he'll never stop coaching. These damn Patriots. Mac Jones. I mean, these quarterbacks they keep throwing out there are—they're so funny. Especially when you see Josh Dobbs running around. Like we could have, you could have anybody. Jacoby said anybody. What are they doing? So Mac Jones, he was just so terrible yesterday. Colts win ten to six in a horrendous game. Mac Jones throws a terrible interception in the end zone right when they're driving down, and Belichick like couldn't believe it, which led to one of the funniest things ever. So then they get the ball back with like two minutes to go, no timeouts. Okay, Mac Jones, you can go redeem yourself and then win the game in the final drive. That's all people are going to remember. Belichick's like, yeah, now we're going to go with Bailey Zappi. Really? Yeah, he's going to go in cold. He hasn't done anything all day. Yeah, I know. I would rather have Bailey Zappi not even knowing he's playing than Mac Jones and a freshly warmed up Mac Jones. So Zappi went in there. He completed a couple passes. They got to around midfield. Things were looking spry. And then one of the best plays ever. Mac Joe, uh, I mean, Zappy went up and ad-libbed. He started feeling good. I like when you start feeling good. You start peacocking a little bit. I do the same thing when I haven't been on stage in a while. Then I tell a couple jokes and it's going well. Well, maybe I don't need to practice. And then things go bad real quickly because you need to practice. You need the reps in anything. So Zappy starts feeling good for himself. And he starts doing, you know what? I'm going to do the fake spike like Dan Marino. We all remember that famous play where Marino acts like he's going to spike it to stop the clock, but he tells his receiver to go in the end zone, and he throws a touchdown because the Jets weren't looking. Awesome play. Well, that play's ruined it for everyone else who tries to do it. Now Zappi tries to do it. The reason why Marino's worked, because it was in the end zone, like 10 yards away. You know, you, you catch him off guard, and they don't have time to react. Here, they do it. He, he fakes the spike, and everyone runs out. And all the Colts defenders were like, oh, go, oh, Jesus, you got us. Boy, you, you fooled us. Anyway, all right, we're still going to play defense, though. We have plenty of time to cover up. And he throws an interception. It was hilarious. He did the Dan Marino fake spike and then threw the Bailey Zappy Mac Jones interception. Game over. And they show Belichick, and he's like, what in the good God am I doing with my life? He didn't have like a, oh, that was a bad pass look. He looked like, is this really going to how I'm going to spend the rest of my days? Eric Terman with a good one. Bill Belichick, how was your Thanksgiving? I'm focused on Christmas. On to Cincinnati. On to Christmas. <laughs> so the Colts win 10-6. We got that win. New England. There's a lot of teams vying for worst team in the league, and New England is definitely one of them. Who knows what they do with quarterback next week, and who cares? Uh, Captain Insano says against the Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and we will get to the, another team vying for worst, with probably with a winning record here in the YouTube. I should thank everyone also. Who is here on the YouTube? So many. The chat is blowing up. Make sure you thumbs thumbs up. Hit the like button. I don't care if you like me in real life or if you weren't a fan at first and I wore on you. Uh, hit the thumbs up. Like it. Anyway. Keeps that algorithm going. I think it works. Who knows? But let's get to those Jets, Captain Insano. Because Vegas we had. Now, that was a pick em game last night. Two terrible teams. A game they should have flexed out of. That was the weird thing. 
we get it. You scheduled a lot of Jets games, and Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Nothing you can do about that. But you can get out of these Jets games. But they don't want to. They just love talking about it. And they bragged about how they changed the rules, that it can flex out so many games. Like, yeah, now nah, we were, we just want to go to Vegas. We want to show you Melissa Stark's birthday party. Look at her on the roller coaster. Aren't we having fun? Yeah, I'm glad you're having fun, NBC, because we're not. We got to watch these stupid Raiders and Jets play. How many times are they going to play? They did a Heidi Bowl thing in the beginning, which I liked, but like, who's who's relating to the Heidi game? It was literally 60 years ago. Heidi looked hot, by the way. Now that she's not eight anymore. Um, the Raiders won. Zach Wilson, he's he's trying. It's so weird the kitty gloves they have with Zach Wilson. Like that was reports. Like, he's trying, Robert Sally. He's gonna be our he's still our quarterback. We have no other choice. We mean you have no other choice. How bad is Trevor Simeon where you keep putting Zach Wilson out there? So the reason why everyone liked the Jets in this game, and they, people did, and I get it, and I get why. The Raiders beat, crushed the Giants last week, and they celebrated like they won the Super Bowl, mainly because they were just happy that Josh McDaniels wasn't there. That's how much they hated Josh McDaniels with cigars. And like, oh, my God. But people overdid that, too. Like, he was a boss. He was a prick boss. Everyone's happy when the boss gets fired. They're going to smoke cigars. It wasn't that they beat the Giants. So, like, oh, it's a big letdown game, which is true. It was a letdown game spot for them. But they were playing the Jets, and they're like, oh, it's going to be a home crowd for the Jets. Jets fans are taking over Vegas. Yeah, they are. So what? What do the Jets do in home games at home? They lose there too, right? They just play the Giants at home or on the road or wherever. They just play the Chargers at home in front of a Jets crowd. How'd that work out? They got buried. So it's like, yeah, it's going to be a Jets crowd. Great. They get to see the Jets play. The Jets are still going to play, right? The crowd isn't, they're not doing, we're not doing a noise meter contest. We're not doing a pep rally thing. Okay, let's see who can be louder. Not that the Raiders are anything, anything special, but they, but at least they scored a touchdown. Unbelievable. One touchdown will do it. They should have shut it down. Soon as Mayor caught that touchdown pass. All right, that's it. We all agreed. We're either going to play 60 minutes of football or first team to score a touchdown, and that's roughly the same thing that happened. So we got that W. We got the Raiders. Zach tried. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. They just can't stop showing Rodgers. There's Rodgers tutoring Zach. There's Rodgers not agreeing with Hackett's play call and shaking his head. There's Rodgers warming up, saying he's going to be back in December because he's doing jumping jacks. They love showing Rodgers doing anything but playing a football game. Sure. Whoever thought we'd see this? Working out? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure other people have worked out coming back from the Achilles injury. They just haven't put it on NBC every week. Rodgers is coming back just to defy science. What an asshole. He's not coming back to help the Jets. They're not going to the playoffs. Not with that offensive line. It would be amazing if he does come back just to prove, see, I prove science. And then he gets hurt even more severely. Not that I ever root for an injury, but with Rodgers, it would be pretty funny. It'd be very funny if he just ended his career this way by trying to come back early to prove Dr. Fauci wrong. Oh God! Anyway, let me flip. Let me flip the script. That is for the. Oh, I told you so. So, so that's a good thing, degenerates. As I just pause, I should be hitting uh, sound. I should be doing sound things, right? Like when I talk about Cleveland and Baltimore, I don't understand how Deshaun Watson won the game. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. I should be hitting things like that. When I say things like Tommy DeVito, how'd you get in there? I thought you were playing for Danny Jones. We had a big discussion. I know they, I know the boys here in the main show discussed it, and I talk, brought up at a prop show, but at my viewing party as well, 
people want to know if Tommy DeVito of the Giants is named after Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas of Tommy DeVito, which possibility. Also, if you go to Jersey and he's Italian and he, and he said he lives at home with his mom, with his mom and dad and she does my laundry and there's chicken cutlets and we have Sunday gravy. No, it ain't sauce. It's gravy. All right, you fucking dagos. But if you go to Jersey, you're not from Jersey. This is why I can say it. And I can say Dago's because I have, I'm half Italian and I hate Italians at the same time. Um, there's a 50, I'm sure there's 50 Tommy DeVitos in his neighborhood alone. They only have like four or five names, these Italians. Vinny, Darren, Peter, Paul, Tammy. All the DeVitos are coming to Texas. Grover wants to know if you got to start a franchise with either Wilson or Mac Jones, who are you taking? Well, it depends what franchise you're talking about. A football franchise? Um, I'd take Mac Jones. Problem with Wilson is... You know, Wilson is definitely more talented. Mac, Mac Jones is funny because Mac Jones, at least Mac Jones will hold a clipboard for you because that's what you got to do. You want, you want, you need someone to do taxes for you. You got Mac Jones. Although I will say this about Zach Wilson that Hail Mary threw at the end of the game, that was amazing. It was an amazing play. He shook Max Crosby twice and then threw like a 60 yard bullet. It should have been caught. Insano says, I forgot Anthony. I forgot Anthony. That's how it's pronounced. Anthony, by the way, Captain Insano. Anthony, Darren, Vinny, Diaz, Boombatch, Gianni. I'm not lying. I grew up with a lot of Italian friends. Still have them. They're great people. But uh, their names are just insane. I got a, I got a friend's name, Gianni Carlo Ferrola. His dad's name is Giacomo, which is Italian for Jimmy. Um, anyway, so, so Tommy DeVito. Could be named the good fellows. Also, no one knows. No one even knows that's Pesci's character's name. They know Tommy, but they just call him Pesci. But what a great way to heckle him! You could do Tommy DeVito lines all night after you sack him. Say, "Go home and get your shine box, you fucking mop, you jamook. These jamooks over these DeVito jamooks. Did you? Uh, anyway, all right. Let's get into the box. I, I, I could talk DeVito Italian. I could offend Italians all day. I won't do it though. Let's go into the box. Because this show is going long, and I do have a lot to talk about. Um, oh, no reason I'm going to give you the Monday night out. Um, thank you, everybody. I wanted to. We, there's some zap. I wanted to do some zappy tragedies too. There was a very tragic uh, situation that happened over in college football over the weekend. That's why I want to get serious here in a man in the box. There's uh, a lot of things going on in the world. Of course, there's the problem in the Middle East and the Gaza Strip. There's a health care crisis there now in Israel. Thousands of hospital patients and staff are seeking shelter from a constant, constant barrage is there Israeli airstrikes? There's a looming government shutdown. Possible earthquakes, imminent earthquakes in Iceland is going to kill thousands. And even here in Los Angeles, the 10 highway is shut down because of fires. All, all tragic events happening around this globe, but none of them see generates. has been as devastating and hard hardship to overcome than in Michigan, where Jim Harbaugh got suspended for three game days, not practices, not scouting, but for three game days for being in a cheating scandal. And somehow Michigan overcame it. They beat Penn state. 
by running the ball 50 straight times. And James Franklin's a terrible coach. You can't beat anybody. That's top 10. And then Michigan acted like... <laughs> they talked about after... I mean, this they were hilarious. They everything did it for free Harbaugh. They act like Jim Harbaugh's Nelson Mandela. Free Harbaugh. First, they had free Harbaugh shirts. First of all, you fucking suspended him the first time around. This is the second suspension. You suspended for the first three games that Michigan suspended him for. Free Harbaugh. You can do that yourself. And then, oh my God, he couldn't be there for the Penn State game. And then afterwards, that assistant coach, Sharon Moore, and I don't blame Sharon Moore. This was hilarious. His post-game speech, he was crying, just bawling, crying, and then he went right to cursing, which I kind of res- I kind of respect that. To say that this has been a crazy 24 hours there for your is. guys to win on the road in this environment. Uh, when the win this environment. Sure, what does it mean to you? What's it mean? Well, I thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Yeah. Fucking well, love you, man. Mm. Love the shit out of you, man. <laughs> this is for you. For this university, the president, our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These fucking guys right here. These guys right here. These fucking guys. I love the shit out of you. What is, is Jim Harbaugh on a deathbed somewhere? Is he a, is he battling cancer? He's at the fuck. He's at the Four Seasons Hotel down the street watching the game. What are you talking about? I fucking love you, Harbaugh. You goddamn it. Pull it together. I do respect uh, more. That's the assistant coach who was just crying and cursing. The only forms of communication. That's how I used to talk with uh, my wife. That's why we're probably not together anymore. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, this, I, I can listen to this These all day, though. These guys, guys fucking it, did it, you motherfuckers. More congratulations uh, first on the win. To say that this has been a crazy 24 hours for your guys. Fuck the Gaza Strip. On the we're the ones that were going through shit. Sherman, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. <laughs> fucking love you, man. <laughs> love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president... Chills. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These fucking guys right here. These guys. <laughs> all those cursing, all that cursing on live TV. I mean, the FCC, Fox. Jimbo Fisher could pay it off with his buyout, but I mean, my God, why are you letting them? Why are you letting them air like that? And then they post it, like Fox, like post, like chills. Let's get this post case. You, you, if you don't get chills, listen, listen to what? Nothing happened to you. You did this yourself. I love, I love creating your own victimhood. It's so hilarious. Todd Moore says that was that was just a great Oscar speech. We've gotten through. We've survived the hardships of getting caught cheating, of putting an assistant coach in a disguise with a hat and mustache and paying for other players. I mean, it's incredible. Jim Harbaugh. He's <laughs> the most unlikable villain. <laughs> and, then, and then and all the Michigan players tweeting out bet, including Tom Brady. Bet, we got to go to the hockey game, free Harbaugh. Oh, my God. These people are insufferable. And they're going to win a national championship. Good for them. <laughs> Why not? It's what college football deserves. And then they threaten to leave the Big Ten. Hilarious. We're going to leave the Big Ten. because Okay. How dramatic can you be? You're going to let, let Jim Harbaugh coach against... Who the fuck are they even playing next week? Rutgers again? Who are they stealing signs from? Um, but who cares? The Ohio State... He'll coach for the Ohio State game. They do an emergency junction. You believe all this shit happens in the courthouses? College football... That's what people... Say. I like when college... Listen, and I, don't, and I like college football. It's fine. But I like when people say... This is why it gives you a bad taste, though. When people, why do people like college football? It's just because you're dealing with kids, and this is going into the courthouses and junctions for the stupidest shit in the world. 
Look at the buyout Texas A&M just had for Jimbo Fisher. They're giving him $77 million to not coach anymore. And that all comes from boosters and, like, their oil money. They have nothing else better to do with their money than just to buy more football coaches for, like, $100 million? Good God. Maryland, you're right, Terman. I'm sorry. They play the Terps. Come on. They are going to beat the piss out of Maryland next, though. You're right. Because, and Michigan's right to do this. I mean, I get it, I, but keep it in the locker room. Get the Michigan against the world. No, it's Michigan against Michigan, but I get it. You know, you create this, and it works. Because it works with meatheads and kids. So, I mean, Kyle worked with Colorado early on until they realized they're not, uh, they don't have the an offensive line that's for, for one, but, you know. So, come on, Terps. There's no chance Michigan will <laughs> Michigan will pound Maryland, but that'll happen. That'll happen. All right, what else we got here? Um, I feel like I got a little too. Anyway, pray prayer thoughts and prayers for Michigan Wolverines as they go through these terrible terrible times. Grover has a suggestion. Michigan should leave the Big Ten and go to the old Pac-12. Hey, is there any room around here? Who's left over here? Oregon State? Washington State? Move over. We're Michigan. We're assholes. We think we're Ivy League over there. That's the problem with Michigan. And if you ever go there, and it's a beautiful place. Ann Arbor's beautiful. I've been to the big house, whatever. It's, it's fun. I mean, it's great, you know. They think they do think they're better than people. They, they, they definitely have like a classist look on things. They think they're better than Ohio State. They think they're better than Michigan State. They look down on everyone because they think they're Ivy League. But let me tell you something. You're still Big Ten, Michigan. You throw up and piss and vomit in the bushes. Throw up and vomit's the same thing. I just realized that. In the bushes, just like Sparty does, just like Bucky does, okay? You guys funnel, you butt chug old styles. Just the same. Just a little richer. You think they build a utopia? They're real assholes up there. Anyway. Um, all right. That should do it pretty much. I have so much more I want to talk about in the box, but that whole Michigan. I got to play that Michigan thing again. I mean, poor Jim Harbaugh. And he's going to leave, too. You know he is. <laughs> Dying Jim Harbaugh. We did this for you. Right here, man. Yeah. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. These motherfucking guys did it. Just well, absolute swearing and charging these crazy guys. 24 hours for your guys to win on the road. And this when there were doubts. These motherfuckers. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. Love the shit out of you. I love the shit out of you. I know you probably can't hear this right now because you're hooked up to a defibrillator. You're at the, you're probably in the common ground area at the Four Seasons down the street, the Happy Valley, watching this game. But if you can hear me, and it wasn't, and it wasn't fair when they broke the news when you're flying your private jet on a 40-minute flight from Ann Arbor to Happy Valley. The Wi-Fi was spotty. We didn't know the news until we landed. They wanted to charge us $8 for our entire flight. Meanwhile, it didn't even work till halfway through, and they wouldn't give us a refund. Thoughts and prayers in the Middle East. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's Bottom Line Bombs. Thank you, everybody, in the chat room. Todd Morse, Grover, Eric Turner, E.R. J.C. from K.C. You know, everyone. Captain and Santa. Todd, everyone. Eric Turner. It was lit, E.R. Everybody. It was absolutely lit. You guys deserve a bomb for that. Uh, good luck tonight. We're rolling. We got 5-0 in the contest bombs. First week of the third quarter. Let's get three more weeks, and we're going to ship some real cash. So we're hot. Play those bombs tonight. And um, make sure you follow me. Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken or on X. 
formerly known as Twitter, at CJ Sullivan underscore. Um, but make sure you subscribe and like this. But bottom line bomb, subscribe to all the other shows across the SGPN network. Um, this is part of the C block. I did the college show, and then that's it. Thursday, we'll be back. I'll give out more contest bucks as we keep the streak rolling and the college experience. And I'll do the prop shows where I'll bring out the ladder chatter. And I got extra big ladders for Thursday. Wait till you see the ladder plays I got for Thursday. It's going to be amazing. Thank you guys. So, for with that. It is theme song time to end this thing because my voice is starting to go get away from me. And here we go, Cracker Barrel! I forgot to end the stream, but thank you, everybody.